0: Hey, hey, game preview time. Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star wherever you get your podcast. I'm Johnny Venerable. Joined, as always, Bo Brock, live downtown Phoenix at the PHNX headquarters. And Bo, do we have a show? For the people get this guy out of here this is a happy place where we love Griffin, Perry, and we love the people in the comments
1: bo what is the good word good word is the arizona cardinals aren't as injured as the norland saints is that a good thing right it and we're Nor- Orleans saints they've got a bad defense maybe a get right game for the arizona cardinals have you heard this one before you feel like you're watching a rerun it's not it's the thursday night football preview arizona cardinals playing host to Orleans. it's gonna be they're Red Rifle, Annie Dalton most likely, under center for New Orleans. And what are the weirdest things ever, right? That Annie Dalton is now in the fourth year in a row, starting against the Arizona Cardinals for a fourth different team. Was It It was Cliff Kingsbury's first win in Kyler Murray's first win back in the day for the Bengals. Yeah. And then the win on Monday Night Football over the Dallas Cowboys where they dismantled yes. them. And then we had the win last year on the road in Chidetown Johnny Venerable there freezing his ass off That's against great. the Bears in the big touchdown from DeAndre Hopkins on fourth down. It's like it's all coming together, right? But the Arizona Cardinals, they, they know how to screw that up, and we can get into that.
0: The pieces are in place, and uh, we have a special ticket giveaway we're going to get to uh, a little bit later in the show. That's called a show tease, ladies yeah. and gents. This is my fearless partner. Cracks open a liquid death. And let's get to it. Practice report. Bo Brock, you were at practice today. Some takeaways from Cliff Kingsbury. If we can call it a real practice, because they haven't really practiced all week. Neither have the Saints. It's been walkthroughs. It's been huddles, team meetings, whatever. Bottom line is, we know definitively Cardinals are not going to have their pro bowler. Rodney Hudson at the center position. It's going to be Sean Harlow, for better or worse, I think for the third consecutive week. That is unfortunate. However, there does look like some glimmers of hope with a couple of other guys. Most notably, James Conner and Cody Ford, who is yet to make his regular season debut, Bo.
1: Yeah, Cody Ford, somebody that uh, I, I'd be shocked to see, but they're gonna see how he feels before the game. They're gonna have to make some sort of roster move to accommodate R- Cody Ford, who was designated to return off the IR. So he's practicing right in these glorified walkthroughs, but you know, can he realistically go? Are they gonna Are they gonna use a roster spot for Cody Ford for any playing in any capacity? So that would be huge if they can get a mountain of a man, Cody Ford, a guy that played some valuable downs in college and became a pretty legit NFL prospect at Oklahoma playing with Kyler Murray and and Marquise Hollywood Brown, that would be huge for the Cardinals and and potentially uh, a a fix at the left guard position going forward. But, you know, we'll see where that goes. And then as you mentioned, James Conner, a guy who's been out dealing with the rib issue, um, it would be a big boost to this to this rushing attack in the Arizona Cardinals and what they want to do and how they can get the the run pass balance with DeAndre Hopkins re-entering the lineup. But when you look at it, so you've got Hollywood Brown already rolled out. Cliff Kingsbury told us today that second opinion was pretty much the same as the first. They're looking at a timetable of over a month, about six weeks with Hollywood Brown yeah. and foot injury. But then you saw Hudson is already rolled out. Pugh's done for the season. Darrell Williams, who Rodney, or who Cliff Kingsbury ruled out earlier this week, that's officially done. And then Dennis Gardeck is out uh, for this game with an ankle injury. So, you know, rev up the young pass rushers as far as the outside linebacker position. But then you look at those key questionables, like Connor Trayvon Mullen. I saw him out there on the practice field yesterday. He seems like he's trending towards playing, and that just adds depth to the secondary. You know, more guys out there to potentially get their hands on Andy Dalton passes And then Matt Prater is the big one, right? Matt Prater is questionable. He's a game-time decision. You've got Rodrigo Blankenship on the practice squad. If he gets elevated, you got to assume that that doesn't bode well for Matt Prater kicking tomorrow. And that's just been a huge, huge dark black hole as far as this Arizona Cardinals offense goes because they haven't been able to get reliable kicking outside of of Prater, who's been on the shelf with a hip injury. And then you got Jalen Thompson, who's questionable with a hamstring.
0: Redbirds two two four with the five dollar super chat. Thank you, my good man or woman. Xavier is here, keeping Isaiah next to him. Let the rookie pass rushers off the leash. Well, it sounds like with Dennis Gardeck especially out, we're going to see that same rotation of outside linebackers that we saw it was so beneficial last week against Seattle and Dalton. Not the most mobile guy. Andrus Peep, one of their offensive linemen, is out. We'll get to the Saints practice report here in a little bit. Naj in the chat. Rodney Hudson is cashing checks. To do absolutely nothing. I think we would tend to agree. Uh, we've talked about it at Nauseam. You should check out our audio only podcast from yesterday. But I mean, Justin Pugh, Rodney Hudson had to be coaxed back into playing this year. And they're getting paid a premium. And uh, one is hurt, the other is hurt, and done for the year. And it just feels like, Bo, well, the team would have probably been better off going in maybe a younger, different direction. But this is where we're at. Sean Harlow gets a crack. I would love to see Cody Ford, but I'm with you. I would be shocked, even if he is active. If he wasn't like the emergency left guard, Max Garcia, we'll see. Um, You know, Billy Price, will we Will we see him eventually? You know, the Saints have a, a decent pass rush, but it didn't stop Joe Burrow from carving them up last week. This is a defense for the Arizona Cardinals, I just feel like is going to be able to take full advantage with the way they're playing and the health that they do have. I mean, it's the healthier side of the ball. I They have shut down much more prolific offenses in recent weeks. The Seahawks were humming. We know what Philadelphia has been doing. I don't think there's any reason, Bo, to expect this defense to fall off, especially at home on Thursday night football, black helmets, color rush. They're going to be decked out. I think we get another supremely superb defensive performance by Vance Joseph and company. It's just going to come down to is the offense going to be able to do enough? Can they capitalize? Can they score touchdowns? That yeah. remains to be seen, Bo. Yeah, I mean, it's
1: one of those things like you're you're getting these solid defensive performances and you're wasting them, right? Yeah. That's that's really the feeling I'm getting watching this team because we didn't expect this. They're they're exceeding expectations as really? a defense. You know, you, you look at the stats last year, and they were solid. You know, you look at the next level analytics, they were close to a top five group, I think six as far as total DVOA. As far as this Cardinals defense and the way they're tre- trending, you know, from the second half of the Raiders game to now – you just feel like if if they could play complimentary football offensively, that would just go, that would go a long way that would get them to three and four and that would get them on the right track. But you just can't, you have zero confidence in this offense. You don't know what to expect. You're excited about the return of DeAndre Hopkins, but you still, it's like betting on this offense right now. It's, it's just, it's not smart money and they're going to have to figure it out. They're just going to have to prove everybody wrong. They've got to buck some serious trends They've got to murder some trends like I'm murdering my thirst with some liquid death. They've just got to figure it out, Johnny. And it it, it starts with number 10 getting into the lineup. Uh, you know, I was talking to our, our colleague Howard Balzer today as we were waiting to hear from Cliff Kingsbury. And he's got an article on gophnx.com kind of going into depth about the offensive woes. And if you look at last week's game, it wasn't just a complete dumpster fire. Now, at the end of the day, like you you came away in frustration, it reached a boiling point, right? You should be pissed. You should be mad at the play calling. You should be mad as far as the execution. But when you really look at it, especially in the first half, where their downfall was, was on third downs. It was in the red zone. And where does DeAndre Hopkins eat? Where does DeAndre Hopkins earn that 30 plus million dollar cap hit he's going to have next year Third downs and red zone, and you expect him to come up big. Hey, you know when the Arizona Cardinals came out of the gates absolutely in fuego last year, Johnny. Who was the guy? I mean, where were they? Where
0: was their strong suit? It was, I remember that week one against yeah. Tennessee. You go back to that first touchdown drive of the season, and that miraculous touchdown catch by Hopkins, Kyler Murray's rolling out of the pocket. It was like third and a hundred, yeah. right? They did that on a ton of different occasions. That play at the goal line against Cleveland last year, where he broke like seven tackles. That was on third down. He mitigates and erases errors and mistakes. And the Cardinals make so many mistakes and their their margin for error with this group for whatever reason. And this, I do put on Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime. Like they put this group together, they're coaching them up or down. And the fact that every week it looks so difficult. Like I, Rondell Moore, multiple drop passes last week, drop pass on third down, really to derail you know, first possession drive. You talk about end arounds and jet sweeps and negative plays. DeAndre Hopkins, it's just go up and get the football. Yak, yeah. yards after catch, right? I think his game, health permitting, is gonna age very well because he's yeah. not predicated on frontline speed, goal line to goal line. He is a he's a magician with the football in his hands and man oh man. Like Kyler Murray needs a parachute right now because he is free falling to the point where it is just it's difficult to watch him. He does not look like the quarterback. Certainly, that they signed for forty-five million dollars, but on top of that, just the quarterback we've seen for three years, it just yeah. looks completely like <laughs> dissimilar. Yeah, when, when you
1: when you bring up Rondell Moore and the drops, and it's just my God, you know, Greg Dortch continues to see less and less snaps each and each and every it's week. And and you know, you posted on your Twitter at Johnny Venerable about you know how Greg Dortch is leading the NFL as far as yards of separation, four point four. So four and a half yards basically between yeah. him and a defender. That's separation, right? And you know who's yeah. on the list too is, is Rondell Moore at 3.9. So almost four yards of separation. That's absurd. I mean, it, that's 12 feet, Johnny, between him yeah. and, the, and the defender. And then you got these. Who drop. By
0: chance, is it hundred? Yeah.
1: Do, do you know? Like it's it's nice that Rondell Moore is in the same vicinity as Greg Dortch as far as that leading statistic, but with the drops. You know who didn't drop footballs? Greg Dortch, Greg Dortch saw a target go up and he came down with it. It's just like, why are, why are we not playing this guy? Do you think with Hollywood Brown being on the shelf that there's opportunity in that spot to where even Rondell can take over that role and then Dortch can go back to the
0: slot? What do you think? Yeah, I do. Because I think AJ Green, like Robbie Anderson fills that role. The big physical outside receiver. I'm sorry, AJ. Like he may play tomorrow because Robbie's been here for a hot minute, like literally a day. But like post tomorrow, it needs to be Hopkins, Robbie, and then underneath Rondell and Greg Dorch. And I, you know, Greg Dorch is a better player right now than Rondell Moore is. Now you're not going to cl- convince Cliff Kingsbury that, but anybody with eyes saw that throughout the preseason and throughout the first couple games of the season. He he went up and got footballs, yards after catch, separation, as you mentioned. He's, he was a revelation. So I, I don't know, I don't know how many receivers have to get hurt before you realize like this guy's a, a player for us. Yeah. Um, Jordan we'll P. I mean. He had 21 catches on
1: 24 targets. I mean, I, I know that he had, you can remember a drop for two. Difficult
0: catches. Difficult. I mean, I mean, what are we talking about here? Kyler's have accuracy problems right now. He is not yeah. himself. So you want guys to mitigate that, to erase that. Hopkins is certainly in that category. We'll see Robbie Anderson's targets. But, Dorch. I mean, he, he is somebody that Cardinal fans just universally are like, what the hell are you doing, Cliff Keatsbury? Don't yeah. give us. More reason to doubt you as a play caller as a head coach, play your best players. Um, Also want to talk about, so Jalen Thompson is questionable. I think we assume he's going to play. And we're going to get to the plethora of injuries that the Saints are facing and why we should not, by any circumstances, make excuses for the Cardinals and their situation when you see what New Orleans has to offer on Thursday night. But before we get to that, you can dabble right now underdog fantasy over or under receiving yards, catches, touchdowns. DeAndre Hopkins is now on there. Thank the good Lord above, the football gods. But it's been fantastic. I've been dabbling every single game day. You can search in the App Store. Click on the link in the show notes. Sign up with promo code PHNX. Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. It's fantastic. Again, click on the links in the show notes for more. But Underdog Fantasy... It's taken. It's taken everything by storm. Mark Cuban, Cubes is using it. Um, it is going to become a fantasy football household name as it relates to dabbling with gambling and a hundred bucks can't beat it. Free, max deposit. Right. Do it now.
1: Can Can I give you a couple options here? DeAndre Hopkins, higher or lower than sixty four and a half receiving yards? Higher. Rondell Moore, higher or lower than forty seven and a half receiving yards? Lower. How about DeAndre Hopkins five receptions? I am higher. pounding the higher. You want to make some money right now? I'm gonna break my phone. I'm gonna be hitting higher so many times on that damn thing. Zach Ertz, five receptions, 48 and a half receiving yards. Like higher or lower on that. That, that sounds
0: about right. I'd probably take a push. Maybe pass on that. Give me all the hot give me all the Hopkins overs.
1: Oh, yeah. Give me Hopkins over five, or I'm sorry, higher on the five receptions. Give it to me. Gimme, give gimme, give gimme. Give Just like give me some four peaks, brew. Woo-hoo. We love Four Peaks, right? They've got just a long list of delicious beverages, adult beverages, beers. We've got Kilt Lifter, their flagship. They've got Pumpkin Porter, the Wild Joy Bus Wheat. If you like IPAs, they got IPAs for you. They've got the barrel-age stuff. You ever had this? It's in a bourbon barrel. It's got just kind of the smooth... It just goes down it's it's always goes down smooth through the barrel aged at Four Peaks got to be 21 years or older stay tuned for more events that we're going to be doing involving Four Peaks one of our favorite partners here at PHNX
0: you know, I went out to eat last night. It was my dad's birthday. And we ordered some beers and some ciders, and I and I drank one of them. I think it was actually what my wife had ordered. And I'm like, this is poison. This is not Four Peaks. I've become, my palate is so advanced now because all I drink when I come into Ph and at my house is Four Peaks. Yeah. And I go out to eat and I try these other kind of fancy schmancy beers, and it, yeah, not good. Not good. But four peaks, uh, I I just need to be loyal to you 100% of the time. I apologize. Uh, It won't turn you into a beer snob like Johnny was last night, but it it will make you appreciate what good beer is. I up, and I'm like, (laughs) hmm, look at this. And then I immediately wanted to throw up. Picking spreads in the chat. Hey, Bo. Hey, Johnny. I got a promotion in my internship for football scouting I had with the uh, Iowa Western. Such a great weekend for me. Hey, congratulations, my friend. Now we just need an Arizona dub. That is correct. Uh, and, let you know, let's talk about how the Cardinals can get that dub as they face off with the New Orleans Saints, who, by the way, will not have Michael Thomas, will not have Jarvis Landry, will not have Marshawn Lattimore, will not have Andrus Pete, will not have Adam Troutman, their top tight end. Um This should be a, an easy win, correct? Yeah. Those are all their best players. Now, I know that Kamara is going to dick around with, you know, Taysom Hill bullshit, you know, QB keeps and stuff like that. But, like, Marshawn Lattimore, Michael Thomas, Two best players.
1: Yeah. And no doubt about it. The slot king and Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry is, he's, you know, I know he's long in the tooth as far as NFL standards and he's played his best football, you know, already, but he's a guy out there that you have to account for. Defenses do. And the Cardinals don't have to worry about him tomorrow night. So now it simplifies your defensive game plan, right? You can't get killed by Alvin Kamara and you got to account for Taysom Hill, who went for four tutties against the Seattle Seahawks a couple weeks ago. And Is a guy that can you know throw the football, he can kind of run it up the gut, or he can catch some passes. He's he's gonna make he's gonna make an impact on the game somehow. But the Arizona Cardinals need to be able to neutralize those guys, and then you know it's gonna look like Andy Dalton the previous three times you played him, like he's a bad quarterback, and, and you need to continue to make him look like a bad quarterback. He can't look like he's like he like he did against Seattle or he, the defense. Like we shouldn't even have to worry about the defense, right? Johnny, I mean, except for Alvin Kamara. If you do your job, it's just, it just comes down to, are the Arizona Cardinals going to score enough points to win this football game offensively?
0: I like the Cardinals' personnel defensively much more than Cincinnati. We watched that entire game last weekend, mainly because I had money on the Bengals. The Bengals <laughs> shut them down for 90% of that game. The only reason that the Saints even jumped out to a lead is that they muffed a punt, that being the Bengals, inside the 10, and then they cashed in from there. And And from, from then on out, especially in the second half, the Bengals dominated that game. And I... You know, they have a defensive head coach who I think is a failure that failed in Oakland and Dennis Allen. Like, I, I think he's going to put together a good defensive game plan because that's all he can do. But I mean, offensively, this is not Sean Payton, who we hope ends up in the desert one day. Uh, <laughs> but th- this is an offense that's limited. It was already limited. Try to name a receiver that they have. I can't. Uh, they're tight ends. Marquez uh, have, Callaway. Have, he's yeah, a burner. Yeah, that's whatever. Not consistent. Yeah, he scored on an end around last week. The offensive line is not what it once was. They are going to do this. They're going to try to, I think, similar to what Philadelphia did, run the football at the Cardinals, play action, QB boots with Taysom Hill, um, and control the line of scrimmage. And so, if the Cardinals, we say this every week, this is the week. And Chris Olave, I apologize, he he's fantastic. Yeah. I he, I wish he was in Arizona. Um, this is the week for the Cardinals to jump out to a lead because this is the kind of offense in New Orleans that doesn't know how to play from behind that doesn't have the personnel to play from behind. Yeah. And so like, it's cliche to say the offense can help the defense exponentially by scoring a touchdown in the first quarter. Now we haven't seen that yet this year. So it would be ridiculous for Bo and I to sit up here and say, that's going to happen tomorrow. But man, if there was ever a week to do it, this is the week because then you can turn around and say, okay, Andy Dalton, just like you did, in Chicago last year, just like you did two years ago when he was playing for the Cowboys, five seven-step drops playing from behind with your little pea shooter arm and a, a limited receiving core, and we can let these youngsters tee off on you. But if you don't, if you dick around and you let them hang in the game and they have leads, they're going to run the football right at them. And, and um, they, they, the front seven for Arizona is much improved, but we still saw last week susceptible to the run late in game. They got worn down by Kenneth Walker
1: yeah no they did and you know I think if there's opportunities to get any points you take it right yeah. you don't have an Amandola. if it's Rodrigo Blankenship you take it you just take it you take the points your defense is playing well enough now where you just yeah. take any points you know screw the analytics screw what it says you know your chances of converting on fourth down and what it does to you and your win probability and all that other bullshit no you need to put up points because every time that you left points on the field you put your defense in another comprom- compromising spot to where they had to be perfect and look this defense is playing great but it's not perfect it's not it's never going to be perfect because of what you, where you decided to kind of uh just put your funds as far as your salary cap and in, in some of your draft capital uh it, the Arizona Cardinals offense they need to just put points up and if it's in the form of field goals do it take the points right now And, uh, you know, as far as this, as you said, I mean, we're here in week seven, which is shocking to me. We're in week seven of the NFL football season. The Cardinals are two and four and they haven't had a fast start to date.
0: What changes that this week, Johnny? I would say, uh, God willing, short field. (laughs) Um, If the defense starts first, a quick three and out by the defense. Maybe a long return by Greg Dorch. Nothing the offense can do. Yeah. You know, I don't expect the offense to go with 25 to 25 and score a touchdown, but I would say feeding DeAndre Hopkins, yeah. I they're so limited everywhere else. Like I again, AJ Green, immediate catch go down. Same with the Zach Ertz. You know, James Conner, does he play? Can he break tackles? That's what was so great about this Cardinal offense a year ago. Everybody had the ability for yak yards after contact, yards after catch. They don't have that right now. So I would say immediately start feeding Hopkins the football. Get him into his rhythm. Get his mojo back if he if he ever lost it. I think the longer you wait to get Hopkins involved and to target him, like if you want to do a quick screen to Hopkins, I'm okay with that. A quick slant, quick out route, test their secondary corners because I don't think they're any good. They got eaten alive, as somebody mentioned in the chat, by Justin Jefferson and a bunch of number one receivers for other teams. That's what I would do because if I'm going down and I'm going to be 2-5 and five after this game – Damn it, it's going to be not because I ignored my number one $30 million receiver. Mm -hmm. I'm going to force feed him double-digit targets for better or worse. And if it doesn't work, to hell with it. But somebody just mentioned in the chat, like Eno season, like I'm not living and dying with Eno Benjamin this week. That could be a future week. But this week it has to be K1, Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins for better or worse. That's how you start fast. Because then you score a touchdown with that tandem. You get the fans. You get the crowd going Mm -hmm. on your side. And you get your team believing that. Oh shit! It really was because number ten's been gone. We're yeah. good now.
1: Yeah. You no. Know, you you get you get the prime time boost, right? The fans are going to be into it. You get the bump from the you know the murdered out uniforms. You're you're black on black on black. You're going to be looking yep. fly out there. And DeAndre Hopkins is out there. You get that mojo going. You know th- there should be no looking back, right? And, and then you can lean on Eno. You you get a lead. You get a set. You go up seven you can start running the football you can start getting into that cliff kingsbury offense that that looked like the the team started seven and zero last last year but you know it it's so much easier said than done like we're encouraged as far as for god's sakes they put up points in the first quarter for the first time in ever they've been outscored in the first quarter 41 to three now uh they need to start chipping away at that uh tomorrow night no doubt about it but you know DeAndre Hopkins, it, it is very real what he does as far as just it transcends the box score where his, he's out there and like he didn't have any hundred yard games, but he was efficient in the red zone. He was efficient on third down and he he gave opportunities to those other guys out there. I'm not talking about Robbie Anderson just yet because it really seems like he's going to have a simplified role and it's he's going to see the field not that often because they don't feel like he's confident with his grasp of his If You know this coaching staff that's huge with them, but if Rondell Moore can get just a little bit more separation, he's already getting it already. If AJ Green doesn't have you know safety help over the top and he, and he's able to run routes down the field, it just bodes well for this offense. Guys who aren't primed to win these battles like one on one, but if they're getting that extra space because there's there's more uh, more of the Saints defense just keying in on on DeAndre Hopkins. Then it's gonna open things up for Kyler Murray. Also, one thing it does too, and Cliff Kingsbury admitted this today. It was a good question from Josh Weinfuss over at ESPN was the pre-snap. Does yeah. de- what defenses have to do and to account for DeAndre Hopkins, does it show their hand more often because number 10's out there? And he says, Yeah, because they do. They they can't j- they have to be able to set up to try to contain deandre hopkins so they do kind of have to show you know where the double coverage is going to be or where the pressure is going to come from and that benefit you you can bet your ass
0: that benefits a player like kyler murray absolutely and you mentioned this on our audio only show yesterday similar to the opener and i have the stats up in front of me in 2020 when the cardinals went on the road with a worse roster and beat the defending nfc champion 49ers DeAndre Hopkins, first game as a Cardinal, 16 targets, 14 receptions, 151 yards, literally willed them to victory against a no. much better team. That's the formula tomorrow. I'm God. sorry. God, like, people in the please. people in the chat are saying well, he's going to be rusty. No, he cannot be rusty. That is not an option tomorrow. I'm sorry. Have you seen the workout videos? Bo and I were at training camp. Bo was there every day. He was their best player on offense mm-hmm. still to this day at 30, 31 years old. He could not be covered. It was so ridiculous and selfish of the league to take him away from us. He's back now. You cannot, Cliff Kingsbury. I beg of you, you cannot slow play this. You will lose tomorrow. I don't think there's it I, I don't think it is slow play. This
1: is where you have to be concerned about DeAndre Hopkins as far as how his legs are gonna hold up throughout the 60 minutes of an NFL football game. Okay. Like, and he's admitted that. Like he's like, I I you know, I think that they anticipate him hitting the ground running. Obviously, his grasp of the offense is just his, his overall, you know, football acumen and his ability that he's gonna be fine to come out of the gates hot, but you know, come the fourth quarter, if if they're needing to go down and drive down and get points, kind of like the home game against San Francisco where Trey Lance started, right? And they needed that score and they were able to dig deep and get it late in that game. Like, is he gonna be up to DeAndre Hopkins standards at, you know, in the fourth quarter? That's gonna be a big thing to kind of watch. And I and I understand the concern, but look, you go two and a five. We're not sitting here talking about the Arizona Cardinals looking at guards, how they can beef up their interior offensive line at the trade deadline, and we're not talking about them in getting edge rushers at two and five. Like this roster is 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 either going to sink or swim. The team's not going to be out there, you know, adding a Robbie Anderson type guy anymore. Like they have to win a football game Thursday night football to continue those conversations?
0: This. The Thursday night home team is always given a definitive advantage. You should win these games, especially now you're playing a team with a essentially a backup. He's a backup quarterback. There is nothing for you to believe. If you did not watch the Cardinals all season and you looked at the rosters and you looked at the scenario at play and who's available, who's not, who got an extension, who's being paid what, there is no realistic scenario in which the New Orleans Saints walk out of State Farm Stadium with a win other than the Cardinals this year just don't have it Are not a, a, a team that's together. Cliff Kingsbury has lost the locker room because those are the conversations we're going to be having. If they, if they know show yeah. tomorrow night, because they have the $45 million quarterback, they're at home. New Orleans has to travel. Andy Dalton is their quarterback. Their receivers and corners are out. The Cardinals are outside of a couple linemen, fairly healthy. They're all pro receiver. Just returned. You should get a boost from that. I, I don't know. Like it, I'm going to be grasping for straws if they no show tomorrow. Other than it's a leadership problem, and yeah. I don't want to have to do that. And I want to give Cliff the benefit of the doubt one more time. I know we got people in the chat saying it's a home game, it's an automatic loss, it's the do factor, and also these home games you're losing, you're losing to Patrick Mahomes, you're losing to the six and zero Eagles. Like you know, at the end of the day, like the, those aren't good losses. You're losing to McVay, you always lose to. But I mean, that we can wrap, we can wrap our brains around that. I can't wrap my head around losing to Dennis Allen, no. Andy Bolton.
1: No, you, you can't. And it's unacceptable. And, you know, you can, you can look at the trends and you can say they've lost eight straight at home. This is your last chance to win a home game before it, it goes over a calendar year without winning a winning a game at state farm stadium, because they're yeah. going to play on the road in Minneapolis after this. Um, you know, but you can also look at the trends. We haven't seen a loss when Deandre Hopkins and JJ Watt have both been wearing the Cardinals uniform and have been on the healthy playing a football game together. So you know, it, it, it has to happen at some point. It's either, it's either sink or swim. And this Arizona Cardinal team has to swim. It's not, it might not be pretty. I'm not anticipating it being pretty yet. That's where yeah. I, I really don't think that DeAndre Hopkins is going to be a cure-all. And I think that the team is realistic with that, but man, does he help out a
0: lot? I mean, it absolutely helps out a lot as far as what they're trying to do offensively. You what in the chat. I think this is, this is the, the sense from, I would say the rest of the fan base that doesn't already want Cliff Kingsbury to be gone. Uh, I will be on the fire Cliff train if we lose tomorrow. That's according to Mm. you. What we had a question earlier in the chat. What do you guys make of the odds Cliff uh, minus one oh five to be fired first? (laughs) I would say ask me on Friday. Let's talk about that Friday. You 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 win tomorrow. I think things start to quiet down You get 10 days and we go from there. Um, money line cardinals that's that's interesting. We'll talk a little bit about that now. Draft Kings, baby. So, the NBA tips off tonight. We've got Suns pregame, postgame. Check that out right now. YouTube PHNX Sports, right after cards is over. Um, you can bet on any five dollar NBA money line, get 200 dollars back if your team wins. You bet you're sweet behind. I'll be doing that, but you can also same game parlay Draft Kings. So, I will dabble tomorrow. I'm going to take the cards money line, just full transparency. Uh, I'm probably going to take the under and I'm going to probably dabble in some DeAndre Hopkins props. That's how I feel about the money line. Do what you want. I love dabbling and I love gambling. It's simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use that promo code PHNX. That's promo code PHNX only on DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And since this is our last live show, preview show until tomorrow, DraftKings pick of the week right now, DeAndre Hopkins, anytime touchdown tomorrow. Please, please, please let it transpire. That is my DraftKings pick of the week and anytime, Tutty. And uh, I'm guessing, I haven't double checked it lately. I'm guessing that's sitting around probably plus 150 on old DraftKings. While Bo's doing his read, I'm going to double check that.
1: Hey, quick correction, Johnny. Yeah. yeah, on your uh, DraftKings or the uh, Suns pregame, it's at
0: six thirty. Not right after this. Just letting you know. Well, I just mean like go go and just keep refreshing YouTube until it's up. That's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. You just go. You can just bring up the page
1: and it will just yeah, start just live for you. Yeah. F five. F five. Yeah. Don't lose sleep over it. Like I'm gonna lose sleep tonight because I'm gonna be like a kid on Christmas Eve. I'm gonna be tucked away in my bed, just dreaming of the presents that I'm gonna be open up the next day because tomorrow is Christmas. It's prime. Time game for the arizona cardinals we've got our tailgate at the lola can't wait to see all of you that message that we're gonna hang out we're gonna have a couple beers at lola and, and just have a good time before we go into the stadium so how am i gonna temper myself how am i gonna slow myself down sleep edition gummy oh geez they're changing the game they've got the two to one thc to cbm ratio gummy it's aqua berry flavor and it's going to help put you to sleep and keep you, keep you to sleep that's exactly what you want can't recommend it enough and we highly recommend you check out OG's online about all of their products uh, that you can find in your local dispensary but you can find more ogsbrands.com that's ogs eez brands.com find them on Instagram as well got to be 21 years or older
0: Chris, in the chat, it is D-Hoppy. Yes. As I mentioned, DraftKings, he is the favorite to score a touchdown tomorrow. Who would have thought, right? The best player on either team. DeAndre Hopkins, plus 115. Dabble it as your DraftKings. <laughs> Pick of the week. Let's do it. Official prediction time. Bo, what do you like tomorrow? Cards hosting the Saints.
1: Uh, Am I crazy for doing this? Cardinals win this one 22 to 16. If it's a, that's the DraftKings Sportsbook spread. That's a cover and the Cardinals win by four. DeAndre Hopkins. I'm going chalk. DeAndre Hopkins is your offensive star of the game because it's necessary that D hop is your offensive star of the game. But you know, I can see guys like Zach Ertz having a decent showing and guys like Rondell Moore getting some opportunities, but give me D hop. As he said, very reminiscent of his debut as Arizona Cardinal. He should be fresh. He should be ready to go. And Kyler Murray should be chomping at the bit to feed him the football. And then you've got on the defensive side of the of the of the field, who the who the hell does Byron Murphy have to identify as wide receiver one? Which poor Saints receiver that has no business being wide receiver one is going to get shut down tomorrow by Byron Murphy? I think this is a good opportunity for him to pick off. Uh, whoever may be at the quarterback position for the Saints tomorrow. And then Zach Allen is going to get that pressure and maybe knock some footballs down. Zach Allen uh, against that Saints offensive line and just terrorizing their backfield all game long is my unsung hero. Cardinals, 22-16 offensive star. DeAndre Hopkins, defensive star.
0: Byron Murphy and Zach Allen, my unsung hero. That wide receiver you're looking for, his name is Dirt Miskirt. Uh, That's who's playing receiver for the Saints tomorrow and will be locked down by CB1, Byron Murphy. Uh, somebody in the chat with a tremendous comment. Mike, see, producer, I might even knew where I was going with this. We are lockstep. Four Peaks no. needs a hazy and call it de-hoppy. Mike, trademark that. That's, that's gorgeous. That's beautiful. Although you look at DeAndre Hopkins, you look, he probably never had a sip of alcohol in his life. The man is in incredible shape. Uh, and that's why... Like Bobrock, I'm doubling down on the (laughs) offensive star. It's D-Hop. Look at that. Interwoven. We don't even know what our predictions are ahead of time. For all the reasons we've said and more, DeAndre Hopkins is going to take over this game and will be the the reason why the Cardinals pull up and get a much-needed home victory. A desperation, time, time, move. Bringing back D-Hop off the suspension list. On the flip side, Marcus Golden... Played his best game of the season. He looked like his old self. Thank goodness for that. Hopefully he recovered from that toe injury. He is going to reap the benefits of having some capable pass rushers on the opposite side of Maze Sanders and Cameron Thomas. I think he doubles down. I think he has two sacks tomorrow on old e-mobile Andy Dalton. And then how about this? I, who's, I'm all about having fun, right? Get a couple cocktails in me. Robbie Anderson, <laughs> he's going to play 20 snaps tomorrow, but he's going to have a big play. He's going to have a big conversion. He is going to help. We're in Anquan Bolden, Frank Sanders, number 81 at State Farm Stadium. It's going to be like watching Fitz and Q all over again. But that that might be an extreme example, but I, I do think he is going to contribute tomorrow. We're going to look back. We're going to be doing our postgame show right after the game. I'm going to be sitting there. I'm like, Robbie Anderson played a, played a factor. They don't win this game without him. Brian yeah. mentions it in the chat. Anderson jet sweep in route to a twenty-seven or 24-17 victory by the Arizona Cardinals bow.
1: Yeah. We talked about this on our audio only podcast, more kind of in depth about how Hopkins should look and how Robbie Anderson is going to look, but just Hopkins being out there on the field, it it opens things up potentially for Anderson. Like where they're going to have to pick their poison defensively. You know, the Cardinals don't have a four, three guy with his size. They've got a, they've got some four, three guys, right. But they don't have somebody with, with his size, you know, Kyler, it, you know, when I post anything about Robbie Anderson in and, and deep balls, moon balls, people are like, well, they're not in this offense, they're not a big play offense. It's like, well, they used to be. And, and they, they've been maybe lacking the horses. Kyler Murray's going to put some passes up tomorrow. And, you know, hopefully one of them falls in the hands of Robbie Anderson, because that's that's why you got him. And, that, and that's he, he's a home run threat for this offense, even when he's going to be playing, like you said, in a limited capacity. Antoine
0: Wesley was a big loss for this team in a lot of ways because of his ability to do the one-on-one jump ball. We saw it in Dallas last year, and I think you get a little bit of that with Anderson, certainly with the size factor. Cardinals were just too small. I'm sorry. We're going to look back the first six games of the season for better or worse. I don't know how this team's going to end up, but we're going to say, how the hell did they trot out this offense with all these guys under 5'10"? Like We've done that experience. I'm over it. I want to move on, and I I like the new receiving core. Bo, you mentioned it, I think, on our Monday podcast with DA. It was yeah. like, would you rather have this receiving core today right now or the one from last weekend? And with all due respect to Hollywood Brown because he's fantastic and he'll be a, a great compliment to these guys. I want DeAndre Hopkins, of course, but I, I want guys who Kyler can see over the line of scrimmage. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's important.
1: It's important really cut that one off. Really weird. I'm, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm, I'm
0: giving you I'm giving you props that the fact that this yeah. team I appreciate for, it. for too long was was too little. And for somebody who's also very little. Yeah, uh, I, I know. You, the.
1: Go ahead. To, to Naj's uh, point here in the chat, uh, as far as this offensive line, you know, is it, uh, is it something that concerns you that can be kind of a
0: game wrecker like it was in Seattle last week, in your opinion? I don't think it matters with the running game because I think Kyler's going to get his. I think they're going to continue to use his mobility and they used it well last week and that he had a fluke fumble. Uh, I you know, he's not going to do that again. Kyler does a hell of a job, you know, holding on to the football. I I watched them, you know, Joe Mixon got his. I think one of the biggest things the Cardinals need to take advantage of that they really haven't yet is kind of the running back out of the backfield. We saw that a lot last year. James Conner one-handed catches for touchdowns like if he can play, if if Eno's on point, I, I would do a lot of t- just checkdowns from Kyler Murray. Like, let's not force the issue. Quick, easy, intermediate throws, easy completions, and let's go four, five, six yards. I think there's a – the Cardinals right now are very susceptible to trying to force the big play when it's not there. And they tried last week to set up the run, and it still didn't leave the big play. And I think they got impatient, and guys weren't converting. I, I'm just – I'm at the point now, it's just like, take the easy completion, Kyler, when it's not yeah. there. The offense is going to come. The big play will be there over time. I know that this this offense, once upon a time, led the NFL in big plays. It's just not working right now. So you need to take yeah. it's cliche. Take what the defense is giving you. Yeah, I like Diego Seven's uh, prediction for Marco
1: Wilson. That would that would include if he gets if he gets two picks. That would include his first career interception, and I think that's long overdue. You know, we were waiting for Buda Baker forever to get his first career interception at the safety position. You know who uh, who put that up to him back in the day? Andy Dalton in that Dallas game. That's when we saw yeah. Buda Baker get his hands on a football. He's had several since then. Uh, I, I like it. It's bold, seven tackles and two picks. It's a busy day for Marco Wilson, the former fourth round pick, but yeah, the, the, the Arizona Cardinals, as far as, you know, trying to get that to combat that offensive line, like people, obviously the most recent performance is the one that they're going to remember. And it was yeah. the one where we were just crushing this offensive line and the, the performance was brutal guys like, uh, like Harlow couldn't, couldn't block anybody. It was a turnstile. And, you know, Calvin Beecham continues to be a bit of a liability. And then you've got, you know, Will Hernandez, who had a bit of a tough game, his first probably tough performances in Arizona Cardinals. So you're looking for a bounce back from this team, but it hasn't been so inept that you can't run plays that you can't find plays downfield because of the pressure that they're getting. I mean, before last week, you know, Kyler Murray had been sacked se- seven times on 200-plus dropbacks. Sure, the pressure rate was big, but that's that's the money ball that Steve Kime is playing. That's the money ball that's going on around this league. When you're spending money on other players on this roster, you have to go out there. You have to save money a little bit on your offensive line. The only guy that's really getting paid on the offensive line is DJ Humphreys and, and Rodney Hudson, and he's not available. You know, the, the Bengals, they'd rather take their chances with with guys who are making big plays. And now that the Arizona Cardinals have some big play players in in their playmaking, they're going to try to take advantage of that here starting this week,
0: I would assume. It's pretty incredible. The Saints ran for 228 yards and almost seven yards per carry against the Bengals and lost that game. So if that tells you that that, that's what they want to do, they want to be able to run the football. They want to limit Andy Dalton's attempts. Um, And then you look at they only sacked Joe Burrow three times. And I say only. Number one, that Bengals offensive line is tail- terrible. What may w- way worse than the Cardinals, and Joe Burrow doesn't have Kyler's mobility, but also it was two design blitzes from linebackers. It was not their traditional edge rushers and mm-hmm. Marcus Davenport and company. So uh, again, you pick up those stunts. If Eno can pick up pass protection, if you know Sean Harlow. I don't think that the,
1: the pressure off the edges is, is like a huge concern. I know Beecham is tough, but Humphreys is fine. Mm-hmm. It, it's interior, you know, and, and that's where it, it can really. Just throw a wrench in this offense, and to the, the ability for Kyler Murray to make plays when there's that immediate
0: pressure up the middle, that's where they get in, in a really tough spot. Joe Mixon had nine, excuse me, eight carries, forty-five yards. The the Bengals rushed for almost six yard, five point five yards per carry, but only had fourteen attempts. They were playing from behind. You can run on on this team. You can run on this defense again. Yeah. Is it too much to ask for a fast start? We will see. Is it too much to ask? Everybody stays hydrated out there. Even though it doesn't feel like it's triple digits anymore, it's still important. Get your fluids in. If you want to learn more about that, visit azhealth.gov for more information, Brock,
1: Murder your thirst with a little liquid death, no doubt about it. That's the easiest way to help yourself uh, stay hydrated these days, but um yeah we uh we also want to help us to uh, help pimp out your living room or your bedroom it's more furniture you can see us uh when we're doing our big post game show you'll see Johnny and our nice set we've got the great furniture from more furniture spruce up your home during more furniture's fall sale morefurniture.com that's mlr furniture.com plus you'll get a hundred dollar gift card for every thousand bucks
0: you spend so you're saving a hundred bucks every time you spend a grand brian we are thirsty for a w we're Hmm. also thirsty for clicks please like this video as we're getting to the (laughs) ticket announcement here shortly just grab that like button and smash it down below help share the youtube algorithm I want to remind everybody right now, we've got Sun's tip off in just a couple of hours. Load up. Go to the PHNX merchandise lock and you can get Suns Gear now, 10 bucks off. You can also get Cardinal Gear like the Hollywood Hills sign on Camelback Mountain, the touchdown celebratory sign, bunch of great stuff, as well as Howard Balzer's articles. You can get subscribing with the promo code Howard. Become a member, just under sixty bucks for the entire year. Cop of free t-shirt in the process. Load up. We got the best time of the year. Football, basketball, coyotes, college football. College hoops is right around the corner. Load up a PHNX merchandise locker. Go ahead, Bo.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you are a Suns fiend and you haven't checked out our friends over at PHNX Suns, do yourself a service and do that. Check out our guys, Saul, Espo, Lindsey, Gerald. They're giving you all the latest on the Suns as they tip their season tonight. You will not be disappointed. It's uh, it's awesome. Can't wait for those guys. Hope you know, wishing them the best season and not the Suns equivalent of a two and four start.
0: Yes, no one deserves that. Um. <laughs> Score some points, son. We need to see some points score. We need some good offense. We also need to announce our ticket winner. Yesterday, we put up a tweet. Want to score two free tickets to tomorrow's Thursday night football matchup. Cards, Saints, all you had to do was you had to go to my Twitter, go to Bo's Twitter, retweet it, subscribe with a proof of a screen capture that you subscribe to the PHNX Cardinals podcast, wherever you get your podcast. We got over 100 submissions. Thank you so much to everybody. We appreciate the support. And I wish we could get t- tickets out to everybody because the support has been immeasurable. Not only do you get two tickets, you get a franchise into the tailgate tomorrow at the Lola, which, by the way, everybody can still cop a ticket for. That's $10. bucks. i am going to be there, Bo, DA, Saul, Frank Sanders. Come out, party with us beginning at 1 o'clock tomorrow at the Lola. Cross the street. So if you're going to the game, awesome. If not, just hang with us throughout the course of the tailgate before kickoff time. All right, so producer extraordinaire Emma, used a sophisticated randomizer uh, app or something that these you know Gen Zers use. And, and now she's going to tell us who won the contest.
1: All right. So I'm going to read his uh, name on Twitter and then his Twitter at. Uh, I don't Got know it. how to pronounce his last name. It's Mark okay. Imoff. And then his Twitter at is at L. No, that's an I. I-M-H-O-F-F-I-I. We'll put it in the chat here. Yeah, I'll put his tw- I'll put his Twitter handle in the chat right now. Well, con- congrats, Mark. You're going to the game. You're going to Thursday Night Football. You're going to the return of DeAndre Hopkins. Thanks for everybody that tried to win this contest. we got more of them coming your way, but we've got yes. two tickets to this game. We're pumped for you to be able to go check it out and also join us pregame for a beer or six, you know, <laughs> before Thursday Night Football kicks
0: off against the Saints. Can we just please get a home victory? Like, I, I just can't stand opposing fans in our stadium and us losing. I just I need a victory more than I need air. I need it and I think we're going to get it tomorrow and it's going to be because of everybody here in this podcast, everybody who's supporting this this franchise right now on some tough times, things will get better because it's the return of DeAndre Hopkins. For Bo Brock, I'm Johnny Venerable. We're back tomorrow. Halftime Show, your definitive halftime show and the best damn post-game show, PHNX Cardinals Live. We will see you at the game. Bye, everybody.